over because I am looking forward to discussing this movie. Hi, my name is Daisy Lodge. Welcome to the Marvelous Miss Maisie. I'm Tim Bridge. It's Hi, been Maisie. a minute. I feel like we're season two vibes right now. We have yeah. to catch everyone up on what's happened. Maybe we shouldn't catch everyone up on what's been going on in our lives. We really don't. I don't think we need to. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot happening. Well, it's just we're, we're taking gaps. We, we're still a podcast. Hi, everybody. We took a gap year. <laughs> we took a gap. We traveled. Month. We found ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And now and we're back. We season no. two. We 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 promised uh, X Men movies that we didn't follow through on. Yeah, we we definitely I should have watched them <laughs> and didn't. I I don't know. I was busy. A lot happened in my life. You have you've got a lot going on. I've you're, got you're... tons going on. Anyways, this is a podcast where oh, we talk about the Marvel on. movies. I Amazing. cried to Rob Hale the other night. Rob, I know you're listening. I oh cried <laughs> in his arms at Four Quarters. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, okay, so we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, I thought this was great. We got to see it together, which was so fun. Yeah, I was I was visiting home. Uh, my brother graduated college, and I spent a couple days in Vermont, and I made you go see this movie with me. I had already seen it. It was my idea, and then I backed out, and you said, no, 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 and I said, great, and I'm so glad because that's what I needed, and I really liked this movie. Yeah, what, okay, uh, so what were our expectations? Let's go yeah. back. What were we thinking about this movie? I mean, I was anticipated. I I love these movies. These yeah. are my favorite. This is my favorite uh, group of movies in the MCU. If, mm -hmm. if we're looking at like the Captain America movies as their own movies, Iron Man movies as their own movies, Ant-Man yeah. movies, Guardians are the best Guardians ones. great. Yeah, yeah consistently too. It's not exactly. like they, it doesn't, it doesn't, there's no peaks and valleys like we get with fucking Ant-Man. Yeah, exactly. And so I, yeah, I was anticipating this being really good. I know James Gunn was writing and directing it, and I've liked basically everything he's ever done. So, yeah. But what else has he done that's not Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, he did, his first movie was called Slither, uh, which is like a body horror movie, which is really fun. Uh, he did a movie called Super with Rain Wilson and Elliot Page uh oh, about like okay. fake like like vigilante superhero yeah. people cool uh he did the uh uh the second suicide squad movie mm -hmm. and then he directed the peacemaker tv show with john cena uh okay all that shit's great it's all really yeah. good oh and... yeah i remember you really liking that show but it never really caught on uh what do you mean or did it did it catch on? Do you have a t uh, do you have a t-shirt of that show? Maybe I have it. I do have a t-shirt. Yeah, of that show. that's yes, what I, I remember. <laughs> okay, okay. And I remember you being the only person that I had ever heard of talk about it. So that's why I thought it didn't catch on. It's really good. It's getting cool. to season two. Eventually. Oh, good. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, so this is James Gunn's last MCU movie. So uh, which uh, makes me excited because he's now going to be the head of DC uh dc movies looks like we just have to be a dc podcast now I'll, i will i will flip to it if if the other movies in the mcu don't improve but all things considered we've been kind of low on some of the more recent yeah releases and i think that this was just fucking great i was a big fan of this it movie. was yeah um what was your anticipation going in well i i had always liked guardians of the galaxy movies i had heard good things about it my expectations were low because of ant-man and so they were like pl very pleasantly exceeded yeah yeah but i'm also seeing something that's interesting to me on the starring 
um, part of the Wikipedia page. Who's Linda Cardellini in this? Linda Cardellini is, uh, is the otter. Oh, Lila. The otter. Oh, Lila. that's yeah. so cute. Okay, I did yeah. not even put that. Okay. And she also plays Hawkeye's wife. <laughs> so Interesting. <laughs> There's a couple, you know, multiple casting things You know, the, the best thing about really this funny. movie, and I know this is the elephant in the room, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to say it. The fact that now Martin, no. <laughs> Hawkeye, who is played by Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. And the guy who I thought was Hawkeye in Black Panther. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. And Nathan Fillion are now all at MCU. And I get them all mixed up. They're so this all is going to be the, great. They're all the same guy. Uh, yes. It's <laughs> good. Uh, cast of this mostly returning uh, people. Uh, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Karen Gillan, Palm Clemente, Finn Diesel, Finn Bradley Diesel. Cooper. Uh, Sean Gunn, uh, Sylvester Stallone for a scene. Uh, newcomers, we have Will Poulter. We've got Chukwudi Awuji as our villain, the high evolutionary. Uh, Linda Cardellini. Uh, Nathan Fillion. He, Nathan Fillion played like a couple CGI characters in like past ones. Well, guys oh, that had okay. like one scene, but he was great in it. I loved his character. Yeah, oh, that was so, was so funny. funny. I yeah. will say I could have totally done without the plot point of Will Poulter's character. Totally oh, yeah. did not need that in the movie. I'm glad he's in the MCU, but it was kind of like they wrote him in just to kind of give territorial, like, yes, come to me, you're now in the MCU. Yeah, uh, James Gunn, uh, Adam Warlock is a re- very big comic book character. Oh. Uh, and so James Gunn has talked about, like, including him in the script was the hardest part. He's Really? Like, I- I've seen okay. interviews with him where he was like, it was actually kind of... You know, I promised it at the end of uh, Guardians 2 because the end credit scene of Guardians 2 is yeah. the sovereign like with a cocoon and saying that it will be Adam. Oh, okay. And people and, and pe- comic fans have been like, you know, he's like a giant big Superman type kind of yeah. uh, uh, powerful guy. But then also you were reminding me that this movie, the last, the sequel for Guardians, Guardians yeah. 2, was pre- Infinity War. Pre-Infinity War, which yeah. Which feels so we like have, a million years ago. We haven't seen a Sean, uh, a James Gunn uh, uh, version of the Guardians since... It, well, he the the Christmas special. He did that Christmas special, oh, which yeah. is also great. Um, great. Uh, not listed on the, on the list who's also in this movie is uh, Maria Balakova as Cosmo. Oh, yeah. The Cosmo cow. the space dog. So cute. Uh, yeah, great, great stuff. Um, do you want to just jump in the plot? Yeah, let's jump into it. Buckle yeah. up for your seatbelts. I mean, uh, buck, bu- buckle, buckle up, up for your seatbelts? <laughs> buckle like, up in your tribute seat to your seatbelts? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm fine with it. No smoking. <laughs> I don't know. We're on an airplane. Going nowhere fast. All right. At the headquarters on Nowhere. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are attacked by Adam, a sovereign warrior created by their high priestess, Aisha. Uh, that gold. Is the first all plot. gold all the time. That's the first plot thing that happens in the movie. Uh, the movie actually opens with a shot of a bunch of raccoons, baby raccoons, and someone going to grab one. Yeah. And then fade to Rocket, who stalks around nowhere, the new Guardians of the Galaxy uh, headquarters, uh, to Radiohead's Creep. Yeah, that is so sad. Mm. But also, 
for a movie that's entirely essentially about Rocket's origin story, he has like three lines in this. He is incapacitated for a good amount of this movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it does focus on him. I think it's an interesting choice to, yeah. to have uh, Rocket's origin be kind of the thrust of this movie. It feels smaller. Like every uh, one of the, my main complaints with a lot of these movies is that everything is about the end of the world. And this movie mm. is simply about, oh, our friend, we need to save our friend. Yeah. And I think that that's nice. nice. Yeah. Chris Pratt's character's drunk. He misses Gamora. Mm. Uh, We see them kind of having set up on nowhere. But then, uh, boom, Adam Warlock comes uh, and starts attacking. Uh, Thoughts on, he comes in, it's like a shot of him far away in space. And then he just kind of gets closer while... uh, I believe it's Hearts Crazy on You is playing. So this is like... Welcome to like Maisie's aesthetic thoughts yes. corner. Maybe we need another jingle for this because I had some issues with the gold in the same way that I had some issues with the the swim pants from um, Wakanda Forever. It was just you. You were just not a fan. Like, I was like, oh, you're gonna wipe that gold off on someone. <laughs> it was hard to watch. You're like glistening. Do you remember yeah, the- Gold Member? Gold Member. Yes, I remember gold, Austin Powers in yeah. Gold Member. Yeah. His dick is gold in that. Yeah, but like everything else is gold too. And then he eats his skin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I just, okay, these are Maisie's aesthetic plots. Like are, that makeup is gonna, it just, I don't know. It's I a little shiny. It. It, it, was, was, it was I think it's, I think it's a Why hard it's thing so to golden? get. Why so golden? I think it's a hard thing to get. Right. And in a movie where you in the middle of the movie leaned over to me and were like, I fucking love all the costumes and like, yeah, the costumes know, are really great. Sets yeah. And all that stuff in this and for, for, for a character like the, like the, uh, the sovereign mm. warrior, the, they're just gold face. And it's like, it's, it looks yeah. a little shiny and weird and bad next to great costume yeah. and character design elsewhere. But I agree with that. Uh, after Adam overpowers them and critically wounds Rocket, he is stabbed by Nebula and forced to flee. I like this action sequence. It's yeah. like like Drax has a couple has like uh, is beating the crap out of him for a bit. It's like pick on someone your own side. I fu- I love love Dave Bautista. Yeah, Dave Bautista in this was again was high. I would just really love a spinoff, but I know we're not gonna get it. We're he is never gonna play this character yeah. again. He I has know, made that but a so girl clear. Can dream. I know. And it was a nice send up for him. I, yeah, I, it was. Think, it, yeah. They ended really on a high note, especially yeah. compared to like another, like Thor. I think of Thor's last movies or last summer's like Marvel movie yeah. being so bad. Yeah. And this and was good. This one did, yeah. You leave being like, oh, I'm excited. Oh, it's it, like a bittersweet sort of farewell finale. For I would love like a, the juxtaposition of Adam flying through the air with um, Captain Marvel. You want that? I think they should fight. Yeah, I mean, like a cool space fight. That'd be yeah. Sick. Make them fight in the future. Yeah. Come on, Marvel. Come Listen on, Marvel. to my ideas. You're not gonna use uh, <laughs> Jonathan Majors anymore, are you? Oh yeah! Yikes! Yikes! The Guardians are unable to tend to Rocket's wounds due to a kill switch embedded in him by Orgo Corp, a company that is a front for a mad scientist known as the high evolutionary played by Chikuri Uji, who is fantastic in this movie. So good. He is really, really good. Um, you think about the villains in the past movies. You think about, I mean, I liked 
I liked Kang in Loki, but I didn't like Kang very. I didn't find him very intimidating in. Yeah, and I mean, like we've had this discussion before. Like previously, I liked villains that have like a good point to what they're making, Mm -hmm. but this villain is so evil feeling, and like, and he just played it so well, and it was so. It was like really juicy and uncomfortable. Yeah, and I love that. Every scene where he was just waxing poetic, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh yeah, you're really you're you're chewing this up, man!" And I, yeah, and it's fucking fantastic. He gave it his all, and I think it really only landed because of that. Yeah, big fan of him. Uh, he's also in the Peacemaker TV show. If you want to watch that show, does he play a bad guy? Uh, he just plays like an agent kind of guy. Okay, and he's really good in it. I don't know. He's it's a great show. You watch great. It. Uh, they travel to Orgocorp's headquarters to find the override code. Uh, Orgocorp is a really cool design. It's where thing. I want to live. It's like a human body. It's great. Yeah, it's like a it's like flesh machine. It's akin to watching like Doctor Pimple Popper on TikTok. Oh, uh, I disagree because I hate that so much. Oh, okay. Well, it's gross, man. It's horrible. I don't, I don't know. My mouth waters when I watch it. I'm not sure. Your mouth waters? Um. Okay, where were we in the plot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a thought about this the second time watching the movie. Uh, I don't know if this has any merit to it, but uh, I was thinking Orgo Corp might be a stand-in for uh, the Disney Corporation. Oh. Because a big part of its... Uh, like like that scene where they show up at Orgocorp and and you kind of are learning a little bit about what it is. It's like it's all about har- uh, harboring intellectual property. They mm, call it. They're mm-hmm. like it's all about IP. It's all about collect. We we collect IP. We make a bunch of money, and that's how he's able to fund his evil. Right. You know, uh, making counter Earth stuff. Uh, I don't know. I I kind of saw it as maybe. I mean, James Gunn is leaving. Disney uh, yeah. is going to be working for Warner Brothers uh, from now on. But I don't know if it was like a you guys are hoarding kind of IP. Yeah. This is kind of bad to like do. Interesting. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just a thing that uh, I had a very brief thought about it. I, okay, okay. I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Cool. Uh, as Rocket lies unconscious, he recalls his past. As a baby, he was experimented on by the high evolutionary who sought to enhance and anthropomorphize and animal life forms to create an ideal society called Counter Earth. Rocket befriended his fellow Batch 89 test subjects, the Otter Lila, the Walrus Teefs, and the Rabbit Floor. Uh, Peculiar, honestly. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, all being computer generated, I have a, I, I felt kind of weird. I mean, the baby raccoons were adorable, but then there's this like, rabbit who looks somewhat kind of evil and it's like you know the toys from toy story that the neighbor takes and yes, like makes them yeah. into like other I, toys That's, did you get that vibe T- yeah teeths gave me uh the baby doll head with the like with the claw yeah from toy story one yeah i got vibes from that 100%. you mean the rabbit right not the rabbit, not the walrus yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah it's a walrus or like the yeah. the legs with the fishing hook yeah that's what yes. i was getting <laughs> It it does evoke that. I thought it was really. I thought it was cool. Like the yeah. like, it's a harkening back to James Gunn. Is you know, I, he his first movie was Slither, a body horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like 
monsters and people becoming monstrous and uh i don't know i thought that there was a lot of that that kind of weird out there yeah stuff Body like stuff. the yeah yeah like the turning the turtle into like a man and then it being yeah oh, god that was so creepy Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and I I don't know it's effective. I think that he, yeah the, the design of everything in this movie made made everything and it, it also made it so much easier to really hate the villain because he's yeah. making these really creepy test subjects. Yeah, and yeah, so the uh, Lila Teeps and Floor, uh, I I thought they were great. I I, I really liked those scenes. I you know they're doomed. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's like. I don't know something about it was unsettling not in like obviously the plot is making that unsettling and everything it just it didn't totally land for me either but that's okay sure they died and you were happy because you didn't have to look at them anymore I mean not no (laughs) I'm like I'm not really sure where to look at this rabbit I I don't want to draw attention to the fact that this rabbit is an amputee and and has a big metal mouth with gnashing teeth um, it's also very sad. I don't know to see Robert's yeah. version to just like like his first word is hurts. Oh, uh, it's just gross and weird and bad. Uh, don't do animal testing. Yeah. Hey. hey. Unless it's nice. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, don't do it at all. Don't do it at all. Unless it's that, be nice to the animals. Well, that here's we what I'm saying. Utilize. Only- only stuff. use animals to test if they like pats. <laughs> you got to test if they like pats. You hear me? This has been PSA. This is the ASPCA reporting this is live. ASPSA. <laughs> <laughs> the high evolutionary was impressed by Rocket's rapidly growing intelligence, but was furious once it exceeded his own. That's that's like his the crux of like the whole his, movie but his performance is really fucking good oh where yeah he's just like how did you know i don't know he's, yeah he's he really... like rocket is what doing so like the e equals mc squared blah 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 amino yeah. acids and proteins on a chalkboard was any of that like i you leaned over to me in a moment and you said something sciencey that i did not understand I, I mean, like the fact that amino acids are the building blocks of proteins and like proteins are essential for human life blah 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 that's yeah that's all it was like cool that I recognized some of the stuff and they were some of the yeah. jargon isn't yeah. just full space jargon. Totally. It's, and like I little... I expect James Gunn to get, you know, <laughs> to either console someone who knows what they're talking about on this, but not like totally fucking make it up out of nowhere. While at the same time having uh scenes where Drax is like I I had a poop that looked like a fish. Yeah. Even my butt can make metaphors. Just yeah. packages. Yeah, thank you, James Gunn. Thank you, it's James. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum of comedy. <laughs> spectrum of comedy. Uh, the High Evolutionary used Rocket to perfect his animan creatures and decided to harvest the raccoon's brain for further research while intending to exterminate the obsolete Batch 89 subjects. Rocket Sad. tries to... Free his friends, but Lila is killed by the High Evolutionary. Rocket mauls the High Evolutionary, but Teeps and Floor are killed in the chaos. A heartbroken Rocket steals a spaceship and flees. Overall, this was so cool. You didn't really see Rocket scratching the guy's face off until the very end, but that's why you know that his face is like peel. It's like basically face lifted onto yeah. a metal and skull. And they show it at the end. Yeah, like, at the oh, end is nice. brutal. It's not yeah. even just like it scratches around the side. It's the whole thing. 
this show was this movie was pushing a couple boundaries because I don't know if you know we got the first ever f bomb in the f MCU. Did we? But we yeah. still haven't had a very great sex scene. But whatever. <laughs> no, we had that one in Eternals. So it was really good. I, my keyword here was good. Okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, no, Chris Pratt says, says, "Open the fucking door to Nebula" in like a little in a scene. I forgot that that flew over my head. Yeah. It's in such common vernacular for me that I just say fuck pays. all the time, you know. <laughs> Shut really up. Cool. Just really cool. Like I'm that. a cool kid. In the present, an alternate version of Gamora, who has joined the Ravagers, helps the Guardians infiltrate Orgocorp. So Gamora in this like movie not Gamora. is not is not the Gamora from the other two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. All things considered uh i think from like james gunn's perspective of i have to now write this movie with those because she fucking died and yeah now all that development i have for her is gone uh i think they kind of nailed it they, yeah like, i thought I think that they was did a that great was job. yeah no i agree i think that that was a probably a hard task and also i'm kind of glad that they didn't fall in love because like Mm-hmm. That would have added something that is just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, um, but by I, the end, you don't want them to be like, oh, star-crossed lovers. Yeah, but you also don't want together. them to be like so severely opposed to each other that I mm-hmm. liked seeing the trajectory by the end of Gamora yeah, being like, I can see why mm, <laughs> I, I must she, have liked you in the past. She says, "I bet we were fun," and he says, "Yeah, you have no idea." And I think that that's just—I don't know—that's yeah. really nice. Yeah, just, it was like, a, nice a nice way nice to end that. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, fucking. And James Gunn specifically, like in the Guardians movies, uh, they don't get together. Like in Guardians Two, at the end of Guardians Two, they have like a moment where they're like, "Oh, we just have some unspoken thing." And they don't they don't kiss till Infinity War, mm. and that's only to make the stakes high enough so that when she dies, it you know it's big, it, yeah, it gets to where it is. But I thought I don't know I th- I really liked this turn for Gamora and having her join the Ravagers, get to see old sliced alone again. Yeah, Let's really go. did not care, but but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, no, the no, Orgo. Yeah. We, we haven't said anything about Mantis this whole time. Oh my god! Oh, she's the best character. In this yeah, she's the movie. best in this. She just every line is is fantastic. My favorite part of when they get to Orgo Corp is when they need to get past the guard and she like touches the guard's hand and is like, You're very, very in love with Drax. It's <laughs> and then it's, so... it's just Drax being like, Drax the destroyer. <laughs> yeah, why don't I why don't I just let you guys through? Bye guys. <laughs> My name it's is Gleepdorf, so by the way. Cute. It's so cute. Uh yeah, it's it's uh the comedy and this is really good uh per usual. Uh Mantis and Drax are like my I want to just Drax, go I want to spit off. I know. Yeah. It's so good. We got the Christmas thing where they yeah. go and kidnap Kevin Bacon and scream about how actors are the worst people in, yeah. in existence. So uh yeah, I should go back yeah. and watch that. Yeah. Especially since I totally missed the fact that Mantis and um Peter, our siblings, it just yeah. went over my head. <laughs> I was like, big just too focused on like, at the end. Yeah. I was like, so focused on them having a Christmas special. They're singing Christmas ballads with Kevin Bacon. How can you be? How can you not? Anyways, they retrieve Rocket's file, but discover the code has been removed. Okay. They just, it's a two sentence thing that speeds through all of Orgocorp. So let's just kind of talk through it. They go down onto Orgocorp in little spacesuits, in little mm-hmm. like uh, 2001 Space Odyssey spacesuits. 
while in the meantime, by fucking Space Hog is playing. Let's go. Uh, yeah, the music in this was also dope. Music amazing once again. Uh, every every needle drop was fucking perfect. Um, they they um this is where they meet Nathan Fillion at all. Yes, and they have a couple really funny moments about like Nathan Fillion's like direct report, who's just like a total dickhead and yeah. just hates him, <laughs> and like he tries to connect with people on that. It's like oh, I got one of those Dra on my Drax, team. Drax like is terrible at improvising, so he so he's like. He's like, yes, look at us in our authentic uniforms. And he's like, and Chris Pratt's like, sorry, he's, 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 uh, I got, I got one of those, one, I got yeah. one of those guys. On yeah. Just drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has it's a line so later good. with Aisha. There's no way this scene is going to be in the, uh, uh, the Wikipedia, but when, when Adam Warlock just vaporizes that guy in the chair, yeah. Uh, that they're looking after she's like you're so stupid why'd you do that and it just cuts to Nathan Billy be like oh I got a guy like that <laughs> <out of> my... <laughs> yeah it's like the only part of the movie that he's in it doesn't really move the plot forward but it's hysterical yeah oh my god he's great uh, yeah Nathan Fillion also in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad uh, so I recommend that movie the second one yeah okay he's also in uh, Slither He's the lead in Slither. Slither me timbers. I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Hold on. <laughs> You're not a coffee drinker, are you? Uh, I occasionally have coffee. God, I just like cannot drink enough today. Yeah. Like, Why? Nothing is waking me up. Why? I think it's because it's been like a really long two weeks. Yeah. And I'm also not on Vyvanse today. So good night. <laughs> good night. Okay, where were we? Sorry, thank you for taking me, letting me take a little nap there. Uh, this whole Orgocorp uh, sequence, we, there's a fight sequence uh, to set to Reasons by uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, and then I like the, there's a sequence with uh, Chris Pratt. They ki they kidnap a, a worker mm -hmm. uh, and Gamora's being like really intense and Chris Pratt's trying to be like, no, you were good and you were nice and you like us and we need to do the thing where she falls in love with me and... yeah the fall in love with me thing was funny especially when he like totally demolished and like flipped it because i thought he was gonna <laughs> actually like go for it but i need to speak to these people from the heart get me in there and it's just like you can say anything i don't want to talk to them yeah. i just want to hack their suits yeah <laughs> told you she liked me <laughs> purple skin though purple skin not a yeah. fan no i or liked it fan. i thought i thought it was cool oh, yeah. yeah uh yeah uh the person but not what? But not gold. Not gold. Uh, James Gunn's wife plays the the person who Gamora shoots in the leg, who is like the uh, head of security at Orgocorp. With the cool hair. What? I forget. I'll look at it later. Okay. <laughs> oh, we haven't out. even talked about um, Sean Gunn and the dog part in the beginning. Yeah. With, oh, like, yeah. The, saying that she's a bad dog, and she's like, "You don't really mean that. Take it yeah. back. Take it back." Craglin and Cosmo's whole uh, arc in this is yeah. about him calling her a bad dog. It's adorable. I, I love think it. Is great. You don't actually. Th and then she, they're like playing poker at one yeah. point. And she's like, "I USSR sends dog into space. I am treated badly. Uh, I get psychic powers, but I've never felt worse <laughs> than when I was called a bad dog." It's fucking great. It's really fun. It's so cute. And then again, yeah, he calls her good dog. Yes. She's and I knew dog. that would happen. I could call yeah. that from a mile away. And I saw. Oh, no. Like, it's just charming. And nice. yeah, I was a big fan of it. There you go. 
The group speculates that Thiel, one of the high evolutionary's advisors, has uh, the, the code from for Rocket's file. Uh, so they depart for Counter-Earth. Uh, they're followed by Aisha and Adam. Uh, the high evolutionary was revealed to be their race's creator as he threatened the former with the Sovereign's extinction if they failed to retrieve Rocket or his brain. So the Sovereign from the last movie are a fake created society by the high evolutionary. Kind of cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Whatever. And also those scenes where he was like, I am your creator and I it's my right to destroy you. And I'm just like, yeah, he's good. Yes, bad villain. We like fucking bad villain. I love that what we find out um, about the villain is that every time this has failed, he just kind of gives up and starts again on something, yeah. which is like, I mean, I've never related to anything more having had ADHD. <laughs> like you just give up on things and start new things and start new projects. Like I get it. And maybe that's never... where I find the villain to be <laughs> relatable. I've never related more to that time, that, that part in the movie where he genocides an entire planet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what you just said. Basically. No, no, it's, 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 uh, never mind. <laughs> no, I get it. You I don't, you don't get it. You don't I, get it. I do have ADD. I just don't medicate myself for it. And I stumble through life hoping that something good will happen soon. Oh, so you do get it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I am medicated for it and I'm in medical school. So I don't know if you want to try It's important it out, to be baby. medicated for it. It's really important to be medicated for it if you're going to be in medical school. We're Where were we? Cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Guardians reach Counter-Earth and are guided to the Arate uh, Laboratories Arate. complex. They land and it's a uh, it's Earth but everyone's but like freaks. But everyone's got like there's a bat family and a yeah and there's a goat headed people yeah, the and goat it, they're family. all they're all just animals but people and they land in the suburbs and they start throwing rocks at them yeah it's weird i didn't like it i mean it's cool <laughs> but it took forever to get to what they needed to get to I don't know. I like the extended scene in the house where like Drax is laying on the couch and they're like, stop yeah, laying on the couch. That's what, like, it's that's what it's for. What are you here for? Yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. And then the moment where Chris Pratt draws the thing, draws the yeah. guy and it's like, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. And then they know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drax and Mantis remain with Gamora and Rocket as Peter, 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 I almost said Peter Quill, as if it was this. <laughs> Drax and Mantis remain with Gamora and Rocket as Peter Quill, Groot, and Nebula travel to the high evolutionary ship. We haven't really talked about Groot, who is now, we haven't about Groot. looks like Vin Diesel, like he's, yeah. he's built, he's, I wonder if Vin Diesel did any motion capture for this. Um, uh, is it Gamora? Who's like, how do you know what he's talking about? Yeah. yeah. The whole time. She's like, what? Yeah. I know that's what your name is. <laughs> I love Zoe Saldana is great in this. They're all great in this. Everyone's maybe fucking like the good. first time they've recognized that he just says I am Groot. No, they do it in the first movie. They they okay. acknowledge, like Rocket understands him. And when Peter first meets him, he's like, Yeah, I know that your name's Groot, man. Okay. Like, stop. And he's like, that's not what he's saying. He did, yeah. Did, yeah. Okay. But then they also have jokes in the where it's like uh, Thor understands him because he took Groot as an elective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, they travel to the High Evolutionary ship. Nebula is forced to wait outside by guards as Quill and Groot board while Drax tricks Mantis into pursuing Quill's group. Another gross thing, they have a war pig and uh, like an eagle thing that's like cybernetic yeah, gross. Uh, war pig is voiced by Judy Greer. So if you <laughs> missed her... You missed her in Ant-Man. Uh, she's back. There Great, she thank is. God. Be careful what you wish for. She might yeah. be a pig, pig monster. War pig, yeah. Gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Nebula's forced to wait outside by guards. Quill and Groot board. Drax tricks Mantis into pursuing Quill's group. He just clotheslines a guy riding a motorcycle, and then they, and then and then he's like, "Come on, I'm, we're just gonna ride to the ship right over there." Yeah. Yeah, that was cute because I was like, "How are we got to have Mantis and Jack- Drax save the day?" Yeah, but yeah, and then they don't like. They're like, "Come on!" It's, they it, the ship takes off, and Nebula's like, "Come on, uh, fly the ship over to me." <laughs> they're just like there. Yeah, I love this movie. I love these <laughs> characters. Yeah. The High Evolutionary having one of his experiments retrieve rocket reveals his disillusionment with the Animan and has the Arit leave. Uh, counter earth while initiating its destruction to start anew yeah so they basically just like lift off and dynamite the whole planet yeah it's sad hor- there's some horrifying imagery yeah. of like families hugging each yeah. other while being exploded like, so and, sad yeah they do not shy they were not shying away this is yeah. both very goofy and then immediately afterwards it's like a goofy scene with gamora trying to fly the ship by herself yeah. and it's- <laughs> While the Mowgli's play, the music is so good. Yeah, the music was great. Uh, Aisha is killed in the process as Adam attempts to save her. They're, yeah, like you said, they're just kind of tertiary in this movie and just kind of there every now and again. Um, I do like Will Poulter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like I like that his character character and had more fun, but it did feel kind of like just slap it in there to get him in the movie. Uh, I hope that they uh, that he does more in the future. I hope he's yeah. this isn't it for him. I could see yeah, totally him doing stuff like Captain Marvel stuff, like you said. Yeah. Where were we? While Quill and Groot leap off the ship with Thiel, retrieving the code from his corpse while rescued by Gamora in their ship, Nebula Mantis and Drax board the high evolutionary ship to escape the planet while assuming their teammates are still in it. Classic mix-up. <laughs> Uh, fun action scene with Groot having guns inside yeah. his like tree trunk body. Is uh, this the scene where uh, they play "You Gotta Fight for Your Right"? To, or wait, no, no sleep. No, no that's uh, the, that's, uh later that's later on. Which okay. was oh, that scene's really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, this was I don't know. I think this was <laughs> I'm always chasing rainbows by Alice Cooper. I don't know. Who knows? This is the day. Listen uh, to the soundtrack. Uh, fucking flaming lips, do you realize? Huh? Huh? Draw me like one of your French girls. I refuse. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> as Quill's group attempts to access the code, Rocket flatlines and has a near-death experience where he reunites with Lila, Teeth, and Floor. Lila tells him that his time has not yet come as Quill uses the code to de-st- disable the kill switch and save Rocket's life. Uh, did you think he was going to die? Yes yeah i I thought it was going to be the end of rocket especially since all of my like marvel tiktok videos are like here's what the font and the color mean rocket's dead (laughs) (laughs) 
I love those absolute maniac yeah. like, detail. Like uh, we're getting like, into like Taylor Swifty area here with yes. like the font means this. She's gonna release an album at four a.m. Rocket's dead. <laughs> Groot's the new evil guy. <laughs> Incredible! Oh my god! And Evermore That's... backwards spells nowhere. The planet where they're from. She calls Peter Quill Peter Quinn, and that's not his name. But Quinn is the first name of the real Darth Whedon. And now we're gonna have another movie about Darth Whedon and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So get Kevin Feige on the phone right get now. Kevy on the phone. Give get him on Kevin, the horn. Give me Kevin Feigle's phone number. <laughs> Gimme Kegel Feagles We're talking about when Rocket almost died. Um <laughs> So uh I also thought he was gonna die. I thought mm -hmm. it was kinda like where things were gonna go. I'm glad he didn't though. Me too. Also worth noting, this is very funny, uh in the movie theater, uh I am I am tearing up a little bit at the scene and you lean over to me when Rocket hugs Lila and you just say, What is this animal husbandry? <laughs> yeah. And I'm I actively have tears in my eyes. I just have to go like fuck it. No. God damn it. Wow, I am hilarious. It was really good. I I'm thinking about that a lot. <laughs> What is this, animal husbandry? Husbandry. Huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nebula. Love, just... Right? That was like, that was some romantic tension there. It was great. You, you broke it up. It was perfect. You know, you got it. Yeah. Yes. Snip, snap. Circumcised. Oh. <laughs> 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 um... Okay, keep going. Nebula, Mantis, and Drax encounter hundreds of genetically engineered humanoid children on the high evolutionary ship before being captured. There's another great scene with a high evolutionary talking to like one of his underling people, being like, "They are able to, they are able to fix a, a hydro dingless engine in <laughs> under five minutes." But do you know what that is? Rote memorization. They haven't created anything. <laughs> But 89P13 has, which is why I need his brain. And he's just like, I like it. Yeah, I mean, he's a maniac. He's maniacal. And it is so interesting to watch. Also, these kids are like, okay, a lot of things reminded me in this movie of Spy Kids. You don't remember the kids from Spy Kids that are walking around? The clone, and then also the, the clone like, kids. Loops yeah. henchmen that are just the hands or the thumb yeah. people. <laughs> Tell me that that pig warlord doesn't look like one of them am i right doesn't look like a thumb 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 man uh, robert rodriguez really dictated the future of cinema is that who directed spy kids that's who directed spy kids um junie like <laughs> <laughs> warts on his fingers quill's group sets out to rescue the three Placed in a chamber with monstrous obelisks. The, Loved like, this. The, the, like those the, big they, worms from SpongeBob. So yeah, cool. they were in. Uh, it was the who they fought in the in the first scene in Guardians Two. Could not have told you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Mister Blue Sky scene where Groot stands oh, around yes. and they fight him in the background. Yeah. yeah okay. Mantis befriends the obelisks, so allowing the group to escape and reunite with Quill's group together, overpowering the High Evolutionary's army. This is a I very animal-friendly 
that part was animal friendly. This part is, you know, in Scooby Doo movies where they're like running out of one door and then into the other door and then like someone yeah. else follows it. That's like the, the last, the second to last like portion of this movie is just like the missed connections. Like if they stayed on the ship, they're leaving the ship. They're yeah. staying on the ship. They're going on the other ship. Yeah. They're like trying to pull the door down and then, and, and you see in the background Groot and, and Peter Quill are jumping off the ship. Yeah. Yeah really good that's a good the scooby-doo-ness yeah and linda cardellini yeah can't can't have scooby-doo without linda cardellini you can't it's illegal didn't she play velma yes she did yeah scooby-doo in the mcu speaking (laughs) of dogs craglin and cosmo craglin and cosmo arrive with nowhere they fly the skull thing that skull thing is so scary. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But oh, whatever. They fly the and the whole time, we haven't even really discussed this the whole time. Craglin is trying to get the whistle arrow thing to work. Yeah, he can't, he can't get it up. He can't, uh, he can't, what? he can't. Can he now? He can't get it up, can he? Yeah. Tim, he this is a, a children's from, podcast. He needs a little help from Eondu. Eondu. Could you imagine, though, if this was a children's podcast? Oh yeah, I'd, it would be five minutes long. Yeah, I'd have to edit out a lot. <laughs> wouldn't make a lick of sense. More money. We wouldn't make any money if this was a children's <laughs> podcast. It, 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 yeah, as opposed to all the money <laughs> we making. make. So we're making bank on. We definitely on this don't podcast. spend a hundred dollars a year to host <laughs> everything on Podbean. Uh, go fund me. Yeah. For our friends to keep keep Maisie and Tim's friendship alive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's buy our pod. Or Patreon or something. I don't know. <laughs> Comment what you think we should do to make money to turn a profit on this podcast. Where? Comment where, Maisie? <laughs> is this not on a is there is this not on a platform where you can have comments? Yeah, I don't think people are making Podbean accounts to comment on <laughs> The middle, the middle, I don't know. And if you are, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry for making fun of you. All of our listeners in Germany, what are they gonna do? What if they what want they to do? give us millions of dollars? They're Why trying to track you... us down. Why are you listening us? to us? Listen to me, German fans. Why are you listening <laughs> to us? Why we would love to happening? know. We're thankful that you're here. We'd love to know. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Uh, I'll I'll to say. <laughs> Subscribe to Tim's OnlyFans. And Subscribe tell to my OnlyFans. Why it's you mo- love him? It's mostly just uh, pictures of my dick. <laughs> I saw you try to figure out what to say, and then you were like, "I'm just <laughs> gonna say it." You gotta give up. You, you can't give like, it up. Just like I, that arrow I, of just like that arrow. Back anyway. to the plot. Cosmo. What were you saying about having a kids podcast? Cosmo creates a telekinetic tunnel connecting nowhere to the high evolutionary ship to free the captured children. Um, there's a there's a really funny scene with Drax being like, I had a daughter like you, and she liked when I made monkey noises. Yeah, and, and, then, he just, and then he just noises goes, that are yeah. and does the robot. And they fucking love it. And then yeah. he's like, Oh, also I speak their language. Yeah. Uh, so you good. could speak their language the whole time. Never asked. <laughs> it's great. Are we? Oh, are we pretending we're mad at each other again? Mantis, you asshole. <laughs> also, the scene where Mantis is like 
just because he's dumb, he makes us laugh and we like him, even though he's really stupid. And I think he's stupid. And he's like, you think I'm stupid? She's like, yeah. (laughs) Forget. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's really good. Especially because, and I noticed this the second time earlier uh, in the movie, she's like, it's not okay to manipulate your friend's feelings. Yeah, you know, to lie to them, and then she just does it to dress. Yeah. <laughs> I should see this movie again. I think I do want to see it again. Also, in the beginning, uh, Mantis has a line to Drax. I think first line of the movie, she says, "Drax, why aren't you dancing?" And he's like, "Dancing is for idiots." And then in the end, he's dancing. He's dancing. Mantis, you asshole. Mantis, you asshole. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, uh, Rocket discovers imprisoned animals on the ship. Before being attacked by the High Evolutionary, with the rest of the Guardians help to do him, Rocket spares his life. Rocket goes up to a cage, sees a bunch of baby raccoons. The whole series, he's been like, I'm not a raccoon. Yeah. I'm Bradley Cooper, goddammit. I'm Bradley Cooper with a weird Brooklyn accent. Hey, what are you laughing at me? I'm Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I'm Joe Pesci's Bradley Cooper. I'm fucking Joe Pesci. Joe Cooper. Call me Joe Cooper. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing Trump hands right now. <laughs> Call me Joe Cooper, okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he just fucking lets this guy live. But he finds uh, out that he's a raccoon. Yeah. And then, and then when a high evolutionary has him pinned to the ceiling, he turns on the gravity boots from earlier. Yeah. Uh, to get to the ground, and then he's just like, the name's Rocky. Rocky Raccoon. raccoon. And then all the guardians come in and just beat the fucking shit out of him. Yeah, which Peel is his great. Face but off. like, I, yeah, it's like I don't. This whole time you're like, Rocky, you kind of are a raccoon. <laughs> he comes to terms with it. It's him accepting his the oh, comic book mo- moniker that he has. Ain't that nice? Then what happens? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I'm so glad we keep doing this. Uh. The Guardians rescue the animals, lead them to nowhere. They have a nice moment where they're like, we're only taking the higher life forms. And then they're like, no, they're, they're taking all. everybody. We're taking everybody because animals. And, and then Rocket's all, like, the all these animals were me, dude. Like, what do you mean? Uh, we also, they don't say it here, but we skipped over the no ski- sleep to Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know why they skipped over it because that was the best part. hallway action sequence, which was fucking great. I was a big and fan of that. I started listening to the Beastie Boys again. Mm-hmm. Have you know this is something that I've noticed in listening to the Beastie Boys again. I, every time I uh, watch a Guardians movie, I end up just listening to the songs from yeah. that soundtrack for like the next month and a half. Uh, but when you do Spotify like radio mm-hmm. for the Beastie Boys, they do not know what yeah. to send you. Like they yes. give you everything from like, uh, like nwa to like i was just gonna say it's nwa but it's also like but it's also like, like an Joe egyptian Cocker and yeah like, we're like what are you what do you there's no it's just yeah, generalized it. i mean honestly in my head i don't really get the beastie boys either it's I a don't plethora there's just an, an eclectic amount of music that kind of goes with it because they also give you like led zeppelin and you're like okay i kind of hear how like an intense guitar riff connects those two but that's it. <laughs> but 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 you, it's the difference between you know Led Zeppelin vocals and then I am here with my friend. 
can't stand my mom. <laughs> Don't you wish you didn't have to go to school? Beastie Boys always on vacation. America is my favorite nation. Nation. <laughs> Everyone idea. at the same time, yeah. America is my favorite nation. <laughs> my mom threw away my favorite porno mag. No sleep till. Brooklyn! No, no, no. We have to wait until the next podcast to say Brooklyn because they wait so long. Because <laughs> they do. No! You know the song Paul Revere by the BC Boys? Yeah. That's like a very, that's like I consistently sing that at karaoke. Fuck yeah. I want to see that Absolutely. next time I'm home. Yeah. You're doing, I'm making you do that. Now I'm going to remind you. You have a little hussy named Paul Revere. <laughs> it's me and that hussy in a court of beer. I'm happy to do that song and karaoke with you where I just repeat the last word. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Yeah. We did that in like an improv class once. Yeah. It's a, a beastie rap is, yeah. the, is an improv game. Yeah. That tracks. Oh, we were we were doing a good job like talking about music and like be sounding kind of cool and then we mentioned the improv game that we both <laughs> speaking of i have an improv show in a couple of days it's very you exciting come. Oh <laughs> the guardians rescue the animals and lead them aboard nowhere nowhere quill nearly dies things. trying to cross over after he drops his zune <laughs> Uh, but is saved by Adam, Adam, but a change of heart after being saved by Groot. Groot. There's a moment where Groot... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, uh, there's a moment where uh, Groot saves Adam Warlock, and he's like, I, I tried to kill you. Why? Why are you saving me? Fucking love British people. Why are you... My name is Adam Warlock. I don't feel very good. I have a little dog friend now. And when he tries to, yeah, he has the dog, the dog with the three eyes. So cute. Yeah. And he um, pisses on the ground when he's and, scared. Yeah. I mean, honestly, same. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just like very, I mean, my dogs pee when they're scared too. So cute. Your dogs? Not Definitely not me. No. Um, he also has that moment where Boo! he's trying to hug everyone. You know what oh, the end? Yeah. And it's yeah. so long. It's like one of those like I'm awkward, but I should hug. But and then it's like that moment that's that's so awkward, and they make they just fucking milk they make, it. They make you look at it. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, uh, Quill was gonna die too. I like when his face like fucking yeah when his face it, inflates. Yeah, and then he just is fine. Yeah, <laughs> just great. Just pull him back in. But they, uh, yeah, that's the that's that's the big that's the big emotional action climax yeah of the of the movie and then the that's aftermath. also where Groot is like i love you yeah uh, <laughs> it's a little later but yeah they they have and james gunn said that that was the audience understanding Groot for the first time oh because i feel like it was it there was a moment where i was like wait are they gonna all turn to Groot and be like wait you can fucking talk this whole time no but yeah but yeah so it's like i would have oh, also like that's that so cute scene. I would have also liked that scene if it was like then Vin, Vin Diesel just being like, yeah, you guys are my family. <laughs> look at my look at my neck right now. Does it look like a frog? Yeah, a little bit. Thank you. Nice. For the viewers really at home, impressive. I just uh, looked like a frog. I feel like uh, it's pretty straightforward what happened. But um, <laughs> we, love a, we love a visual joke on an audio <laughs> podcast the best an audio kids podcast <laughs> for children <laughs> in the aftermath quill 
leaves the Guardians, uh, bestowing the captaincy to Rocket before leaving for Earth to reunite with his grandfather, Jason. Mantis okay. embarks on a journey of self-discovery with the Abelisks. Yeah, she's before... like riding them around like the Khaleesi and dragons. Gamora reunites with the Ravagers and Nebula and Drax remain on nowhere to raise the rescued children. Uh, a great ending for everybody, you know. Yeah, a little, lovely. Little bow a tied on way, top. Little bow on top of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, volume yeah. three, big fan. Yeah. Uh, also, it's a big dance number to end the movie. Uh, and the, the moment that uh, Rocket flips to 2000s on the zoom and selects dog days are over by florence of the machine yeah uh that's when the that's when the waterworks started for me yeah. i i love that song so that much that is a waterworks song for sure and it just is that perfect kind of like some they're celebratory but they've been so too much and then you're probably never gonna see these guys it is like again, a yeah but... like a heroic like um <clears throat> ending yeah and quill going back to earth to see his grandpa whose name is jason his name is jason quill yeah tears it's, it's just, yeah it's just emotional and nice yeah you know everybody gets their little well, it wouldn't, journey. his name wouldn't have been jason quill because it's his mom's grandfather or dad right i don't know but his dad is fucking no mm-hmm. he'd be quill because his dad is uh, the is ego oh right okay yeah yeah so he took sorry i forgot about the plot of the second movie in a mid-credit scene uh, the new guardians consisting of rocket groot cosmo craglin adam phyla one of the rescued children and adam's pet blurp take on a new mission <laughs> i uh, would watch all, that movie i would they're all they're all talking about their favorite musical artist they're like who's your favorite who, who's your favorite earth earth artist and it's like britney spears and corn yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then they play Come and Get Your Love, which was the first uh, song. It's the first from... song. It's the last song. It's the bookend. Yeah. And we loved this movie. If it wasn't apparent, we had a good time seeing this movie. Yeah. Exceeded so, expectations for me. And yeah. I think this is pretty squarely like top five MCU movie. Yeah. I I really loved it. And At the least other in the two last, Guardians. Like, few... Other two Guardians are top 10 anyway. So, like. For sure. Yeah, I really liked it. And it was great to see it with you. That I think made it better for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, great soundtrack. Uh, great sad cast, to see James Gunn go. Excited to see what he'll do with DC. He's directing Superman. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a new Superman movie directed by James Gunn. Um, but yeah, that's that's Guardians of the Galaxy that's Volume the Guardians 3. Movement. So, okay, so we are... What's next? The Marvels. The Marvels will be the next movie, which I think comes out in November. So we have a huge okay, gap. So now but we will get into X-Men. We can get into X-Men. Worth noting that in uh, over the summer, there is a uh, Disney Plus series uh, called Secret Invasion with Nick Fury. Oh, cool. Uh, and uh, the Skrulls uh, infiltrating Earth ah, seem to be that. That's the sort of plot of that one. Spy thriller type shit. So are we going to see captain marvel in that then um probably not i assume okay. no um but uh yeah and then we'll okay. see captain marvel uh which the marvels comes out in the fall but Bad. yeah we'll we'll do some uh, x-mening in the meantime if you have some time whenever you have some time yay doesn't okay. matter 
like comment subscribe we love you guys comment make sure to comment start a podbean account and comment Venmo me and not tim make it private so only i know oh uh just i want to set you up for a joke um uh <clears throat> guardians of the galaxy volume three has grossed uh 279.5 million dollars in the united states and canada uh and 396.6 million in other territories for a worldwide total of 673.1 million dollars making it the second highest grossing film of the year so far in this economy god damn it <laughs> bye The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod. And if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624. And Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. See you next week.